Life is full of personal wins. I'm still waiting for mine. Whether it's cleaning your house or getting that dream car, winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling your home and auto. Chrissy, you're always on top of all of this. Well, I am very deficient in some areas, but this is not one of them. I also love how personal State Farm is. I love my State Farm agent, Mike. Shout out to Mike. And guess what? Today, you guys can talk to a State Farm agent to learn how to bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, wait for it, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability amount on discounts and savings and eligibility vary by state. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Calm Down with Aaron and Carissa is a production of iHeartRadio. Jimmy Crack Corn and I don't care. Jimmy Crack Corn. I don't care. You're not a big fan of Welcome to the Calm Down podcast, by the way, guys. We'll get that in. You're not a big fan of National Lampoon's vacation, right? You're more of a Christmas vacation kind of gal. Yeah, I'm, I'm only vacation. And while I'll, I'll mix in a Wally's world, the reason I was looking at this before I introduced everybody, uh, everyone, me and all my personalities and you to the podcast, I was looking at the height differential. Do we need to lower this chair? Why am I so much higher in my chair? than you you look great i don't know i'm just too close oh no it's like it's anyways who cares um yeah no i'm christmas vacation all the way i need to have a night with you kendra and i and steve-o anyone that's in town that wants to do um we should watch them all how many are there anyways i don't get past national lampoons the reason why i bring up national lampoons that's part of it the uh, that's a scene in it where they start singing in the car jimmy crack corn and i don't care so anyways but yeah how many are there i don't know our family loves National Lampoon's Vacation. I don't get into Vegas. I don't get into the other ones or the European one. I get into that in Christmas. How are you? More importantly, how are you? How's your house in Nashville? And thoughts and prayers to everybody that dealt with Ida. Man, hurricanes are a pain in the ass. I, I'll, I'm glad that you said that um, first and foremost with the thoughts and prayers to everybody that was directly impacted from Ida. Yeah. I mean, my heart just goes out to everyone on the Gulf Coast. I, they, I mean, they just... I mean, over and over again, but it just goes to show the resiliency because my thought is, oh my gosh, why do we keep rebuilding there? Or why do we go back and live there after your house has been, you know, and to think it was nearly on the, you know, the anniversary of Hurricane Katrina to think about that crazy people have been through this before and the devastation, but it goes back to this resiliency of individuals and that you don't want to leave home no matter what that is your home. You put your stake in the ground. And even if it gets torn up, you keep going back and rebuilding. So 
thoughts and prayers to everybody that was affected by that. Thank you for thinking. Uh, I'm second, way secondary um, in Nashville, but yeah, just some rain came through and and everything is good there. But thank you for asking your father, who was incredible. I know. Aaron, Aaron put um, her dad and I on a text chain together because he is, I mean, how many years? 20 something, 30 years? 20 plus, maybe 30. I'm so ignorant for not knowing. But literally, my dad moved us to Florida in the middle of Hurricane Elena, which was a massive hurricane that hit the Tampa Bay area. And my poor mom had two little kids and my dad was running after a hurricane. But he knows so much. I mean, he's gone after, you know, people that claim insurance holders. He's gone after, you know, um, you know, people that are supposed to help you with your houses. So if you have a hurricane question, go to Steve-O. He's the best with it. I had all kinds of questions and he had the greatest responses and was so helpful. So (laughs) thank you, Steve, for all of your knowledge, which by the way, I do zero research before purchasing a home in any area. I'm like, what do you mean? There's inclement weather in the South. Like I've never lived in the South. So, you know, living on the West Coast my whole life, it's either been earthquakes or fires. So it's like, you know, pick your poison. But anyways, thank you for asking. All is good. Uh, Bury the lead here though. More importantly, you have been so incredibly open and candid with your oh, journey you. drive you up, your incredible article on Facebook and, and everything that followed after that. What was the biggest reaction you got, Aaron, when you really came out and just said everything about your journey? You've mentioned it here, of course, but really opening up to the public about it. I think the biggest reaction was, are you going to do interviews the next day uh, (laughs) with, you know, so many different networks that called and we said, no, we're going to save it for the Calm Down podcast. So the reaction is, if you want a reaction, listen to the Calm Down podcast. There we go. She's a pro. People were fantastic. Wow. I mean, the amount of, um, you know, tweets I was getting and the coolest part was from... uh, from everyone was fantastic. People that I knew that I had worked with that I didn't know had gone through things. The amount of IVF trials people had done, like I was hearing nine to eight, like, you know, nine, 10, the amount of miscarriages people had gone through. Again, men, I was showing Jared, we were getting tweets from men saying, thank you so much for saying this. You know, uh, men don't know how to deal with it either. Or would they just want to be helpful with their women? Here's a picture of my IVF baby. And they were sending pictures of like their 27 year old kid or them at a Cowboys game with their, you know, six year old who is an IVF baby. It was really, really special. The support was huge. I said it, the team, it's a group of people. It's men, it's women. It's a team. Infertility is such a huge Mm -hmm. um, discussion and huge problem. It's one in eight women that have the issue. And yeah, it was cool. I, I, I knew it would get a big reaction. I just, I didn't realize the how many people had gone through it and, yeah. and that were just going to be so open about it. It was really, really cool. Um, I did get some crazy-ass messages. Do you, you want to tell me? One? Tell me You everything. told me to save it for the podcast. You said to me on the phone and earlier this week, she was like, I have the craziest... Some of these reactions are so crazy. And I was like, oh my God, save it. I need, I need to know in real time. Not in real time. Save it, save it, save it. Let's see. One of the things was, God, I wish I knew, I thought I took a picture of it. One of the women wrote me and I was blown away. I told my manager and my my girlfriend and my partner, uh, Constance Schwartz-Marini, about it. This woman tweeted me or she DM'd me and said, I would love you to take a look around the waiting rooms at fertility clinics and tell me, are y'all too thin? 
are you guys just all too thin? Put some meat on your bones and you'll have a baby. And I was like, holy shit. Like, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, it was pretty unbelievable. And then this other woman, I had had a couple cocktails when I responded to her because I was like, are you for real? I responded to one woman who was horrible. Yeah. She, I had just gotten a reaction from somebody who was so lovely that I was friends with. And actually, my husband had played with her husband, and she just was like, I'm so proud of you. Thank you so much. This does not get enough attention. Mm -hmm. And this one woman was just like, who cares? Nobody wants to hear about it. Be a little bit more discreet with your private life. Nobody wants to know. Maybe that's why you don't have kids. And I had been drinking, and I just wrote, you're a real treat. (gasps) And she goes, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just being honest. People are just out of control. Yeah, but my favorite is I'm not trying to be mean. What the fuck were you trying to be? Compassionate? Because that didn't uh, meet the description. Good for you. People are great. I mean, it is what it is. No, it's not is what it is. It is what it shouldn't be on some of those things. And that's where it's like when people have said terrible things to me in a completely different space, like I just block them. Like, I mean, I give it to you to like respond back in a really nice way because I would have been arrested with the response that I would have been given to that. Ew. I know. She did right. I'm normally a really nice person. Sorry I offended you. And I was just like, God, you're a loser. But whatever. I mean, yeah, people are just... My favorite on those when people write really, really mean things, like terrible things, like things that you should... I mean, that is, is one of them. And then it says like... Uh, proud father of two children oh, yeah. or or lover of Christ or whatever. And I'm like, well, God is not happy with you right now because this is <laughs> not <laughs> the loving way. I mean, treat thy neighbor as thyself. It's not applying here. So maybe you should put your phone down and go back to church. No, I do no, like to go no. after those people a little bit that, yeah, have the picture of their kid and all the things. And I'm yeah. really a great person. And you're like, are you? Are you? And say horrific things. And I'm like, would you say that to your daughter that's in that picture with you? So no, I don't think so. So good for you for coming back. I actually give you a lot of credit for saying it in a very mild PG way. I know. I'm shocked I did, actually. But there I go. What? A, oh, maybe I'm turning a corner, you know? Well, look, NASCAR driver, you are not, but turning corners are now your thing. I'm proud of you. I love you. You have a huge community. And so for those small outliers that are just looking for attention or a reaction, they, you know what, can just go crawl under a different rock wherever they came from. Uh, I love you and I'm proud of you. Now, let's turn our attention to the thing that you and I love Drum roll. more than national lampoons, more than a cocktail, and sometimes more than each other. Football is back, baby. College football. And there are no more preseason games in the NFL. We're only a couple weeks away from you heading out to the road. She's holding up her Gator shirt for those of you that are listening to us. Um, here we go. Look, you went to Florida. There was Gator Chomp and everything. Grab the Dazzler pom-poms. I went to school in Santa Barbara. That is not a college uh, football school at all. My boyfriend is in college, went to school at SC, and that was during the Matt Liner, Reggie Bush situation. So that was my adopted school. But I need your best Florida, you, you have to narrow it down because I'm sure there are a lot, your best experience football game, set the stage for people that are not familiar with what a game in Gainesville would be like. 
crazy. I mean, back in the day, and you know, I, I don't come from a small town, but I I had never been to a big time college football game. I hadn't until I enrolled in the University of Florida. And Florida actually, you know, I don't mean to brag, they won the national championship my freshman year, you know? Woo-hoo! So Danny Warfel, Angel Face, um, he, it was a time, man. And I'm so young and you go as a sorority and you get dressed up as a sorority. And I did the tattoos on my face and my little gator hat. But see, the experience was different for me because I was into it. Like I was into the storylines, like, like I was covering a game, right? Like yeah. I was freaking into it. Also keep in mind, it's 150 degrees outside right. at the swamp. Right. Like you are swassing your way to the swamp. Literally, why did they call it the swamp? Because you feel like you're at the swamp. It is hot. Everybody's on top of each other. You've been drinking for hours. I'm a little freshman. I'm at a fraternity. I don't even really drink that much at the keg time. And I'm like, keg stands. You put your mouth on this ice luge thing and the sure. stuff comes down. I mean, I'm like, what are we doing? We got Tennessee. Lemon. Peyton Manning's here. Like, let's go, Danny Warfall. Fred Taylor, freaking Javon Curse, Riedel oh, Anthony, Ike Hilliard. Oh. Give it to him, Jock Wes Green. So that's where I was versus like going to the Pike House and like getting all crunk and then uh, walking to the swamp. I didn't care. Oh. I was like into the matchup. Like, are we going to hand it to Peyton Manning again? And I think one of my best experiences was as a freshman. I think that's the game. Like, was it Tennessee was leading and then it just started pouring rain and it was like, Oh, shit. I got goosebumps. Ah, shit. Ah. Here comes a freaking Gators. And it was like, let's go. Like, it was awesome. And they came back. And I remember I was wearing these really fancy short shorts, white, you know, what to you, go with my fancy, blue. Do you remember it? Was it, th- was it seven? What was the brand? When you say fancy. Oh, God. I don't even think. I think they were Wet Seal, Wet Slut, ah. you know? And I, <laughs> Wet Seal with, like, white cutoff, Scarlet like, jean Bruce. shorts. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, my gator, I was either wearing an orange gator shirt or like a blue gator shirt like I'm wearing now from Where by Aaron Andrews. And um, it started to pour. And my shorts didn't get see-through. That's not what I'm going for here. I wore this cute little brown braided belt. It just bled all no. over my shorts because that thing wasn't leather, you know? <laughs> but whatever. Gators came out with a win. I had some brown stained white shorts. And you're like, I swear, uh, it was a braided awesome. belt from Abercrombie. I swear. Yeah. Another time, I will tell you one of the, these are things like, I can't imagine being a parent and allowing your kid to go to the Florida Georgia game, which was the largest cocktail party in the world in Jacksonville. Yeah. I got stories. So when you go, you go with your sorority sisters and you also go with fraternity guys. Well, they all had boyfriends. I didn't have a boyfriend. So your room at the Hilton. Well, I did, but not my freshman year when I went. Oh, okay. Um, and yeah, I had one all like sophomore through senior year. So, Where's he now? Um, Where's that guy? Greg Stolt. Um, he played, you heard me. He, he was a three-point shooter for the Gator basketball team. Ooh. Ryan will look this up. He had like, I think like 12 threes in the SEC tournament against LSU his senior year. Oh my God. Um, Stolt with a T. Yeah, oh from God. downtown, baby. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so, okay. So everybody <laughs> had their boyfriend there. It's 10 people to a room. By the time you get to take a shower, it's already clogged. Who cares? We're going to the game. 
We go to the game and we end up, it's pouring again with the rain, Florida. We end up being underneath like kind of a highway area, like a, like interstate, you know, classy. And these guys just had this big smoker and they were smoking everything like uh, like chicken, sparrows. Sure. So we were all eating it drunk. But worst part about it was the smoke smell barbecue smell all got into our clothes and they're all wet from the game. Yeah. We go back to change because you know you got to be putting on those hot black pants with that little tube top that you got from Wet Seal the to hit dogs. the outdoor cocktail party <laughs> to celebrate the win over the dogs. You heard me, Kelly Stafford. Woo-hoo! And uh, then... You you come back into that Hilton room and your room just reeks of chicken, barbecue ribs, and wet clothes. But that's damn, living. college football's fun. Yeah, it mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. That's my experience. Well, I mean, I mean, we're all out of time, um, guys. <laughs> I am so jealous that I never had that. I really didn't. But I mean, my my small little experience. Quick story, and then we'll go to break. I have this scar, as you can see on this finger right here. For those of you listening, it's like almost looks like a blister. I need to pop. It's from when yeah. I threw my my hand up. My mom and I actually were at a bar in Manhattan Beach. What's what's it called? Hennessy's. Right there on the... St- yeah. Um, right up from the kettle. I don't know if it's there anymore. Well, it's not. Oh, well, we were there. It was an Irish pub because we went... Because it was Michigan... Uh, no, Michigan. It was USC, Notre Dame, and USC was on the road. And so I went... I don't know why my mom was down. It doesn't matter. We're cheering on the Trojans because it was my designated college football team. I threw my hand up. It went through a chandelier thing that they oh had my hanging God. over the bar. Hold my hand out, blood gushing everywhere for the famous bush push. And it, yeah, and it, yeah, it was sexy. It was hot. I had a huge crush on Matt Leinart. Um, I remember I used to like go to this like taco place that he would always go on Tuesdays. My boyfriend's like, why are you always going to El Cholo? And I was like, no reason at three o'clock on a Tuesday. Um, but that was, that was a good time too. Cause that was when they were in their heyday and winning national championships. But anyways, did you I tell just, Matt that? Yeah, I, of course. I've to- I tell Matt that every time I see him. And he's like, you're a mess. And I'm like, I know. But remember when I had, a- I was like, I was there every Tuesday. And he's like, no, you were not. I'm like, I was. It's the creepy person sitting in the corner. Um, but it doesn't matter. You know who else was on that baseball team with my high- or college boyfriend at the time? Who? Matt Castle. And his hot Love. wife was on the volleyball team. Mm-hmm. And she always, yep, she always drove the brown sedan or whatever that he had to come pick him up. And he just ruled Matt Castle. Who's better than Matt Castle, that guy? Nobody. Matt Castle is the best. I just think it's funny you're talking about a scar on your finger. At the largest outdoor cocktail party in Jacksonville, they literally pass out these, like, life-size football, plastic footballs, and they're just... I call it throw up juice. They're hurricanes and they're just filled with that. Whatever you make for like a hurricane and you've got a big straw and you walk around in your little black skirt and your tube top. And then by the time you're halfway through it, you are falling over. I have scars and chunks out of my knees from eating it in Jacksonville. So drunk and disgusting. My parents should be so proud. It's the gift that keeps on giving. Go Gators! Also, another thing that happens at the outdoor cocktail party is that the Georgia fans say to the Gator fans, Gators wear jeans, shorts. Gators wear jeans, shorts. Yeah, white ones with brown Brown uh, belt stains stains on them. (laughs) You heard? Why do they say that? Because they're fancy and we're, you know. Oh, jean shorts are very expensive. Ask what seal. We'll be back (laughs) after this.
Guys, everyone loves a win, even if it's small. I had two big ones. I mean, congratulations to me. Let's celebrate. Finally cleaned out the fridge in the garage with all the nasty crap in the drawer from last Christmas, maybe even Thanksgiving. And I'm getting somewhere on my closet. Purging, organizing, what about you? My big wins have to do with the cute little animals up at the ranch. Simba, who's my rescue, graduated. He doesn't have to stay in the crate overnight. He can hang out with the big boys at night. And also my sweet little baby chicks are thriving. So no matter if your win is big or small, it's still a win. And it calls for a celebration. And who's cheering right beside you? Say it with me, Aaron. State State Farm. Farm. The State Farm personal price plan helps you create an affordable price just for you. So talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings and eligibility vary by state. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor? Meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And welcome back, everybody. Oh, what was that? You couldn't hear me over my new mug? That's right. You too oh, can have on. a calm down mug. And you get a mug. And you get a mug. And you get a mug. And I'm, there's really coffee in here, too. There's really coffee delicious. in mine. Cute. Anyways, the Calm Down podcast merch is up. You can get a cup. You can get a sweatshirt. You can get a water bottle. It's a good time had by all. How do you get onto the website, you ask? Just type in Calm Down Pod. P-O-D.com. That's calmdownpod.com. Cute, cute, cute. 
all sorts cute, of good cute, stuff. Cute. I'm on holding there. up the sweatshirt right now. I just don't want to like take out my oh. hair and my earbuds. I just thought of this. This is a what? great way. This calm down pod, this calm down with Aaron and Carissa mug is a great way. Like if someone's annoying you and you want to tell them to F off or yeah. calm down, yeah. you can just pick it up and like cheers them and like take a sip. Like right. that's kind of your like subliminal messages, you know? I was going to say, or not so subliminal. Mine's backward, but that's not important. Oh, there it is. Nope. Same what way. is important backwards. is they're available now. So grab them while you can. You know what else is available? And I'm going to say this because my good friend Erin won't break her arm patting herself on the back. But guess what? Where by EA, um, I was wearing my tie-dye Michigan State sweatshirt the other day. Then I rotated over to my LSU because I am an equal opportunity uh, supporter of all colleges and all wear by EA line. Tell me some fun stuff that you've got going on for this season. Um, I don't know how you keep it all straight, but tell the folks at home how they can get in on this action. Yeah, check out fanatics.com and uh, we carry we carry a bunch of schools now. Check out to see if we have yours. More likely than none, we do. But just fun t-shirts, great sweatshirts. We've even got PJs, lounge sets, fun what? Sherpas, bombers. Yeah, we have a ton of stuff. And obviously, you know, I went, we both obviously love going to college football games. We both covered college football games, so we know how passionate and excited the fans are. And it's it's a religion. It really is. So our whole thing with wear is we want you to be able to support your team and be fashionable doing it. So very proud of what we have out there now and, and check it out. I love it. Not to mention a great gift idea too. I mean, no, yeah. you know, if you, if you're a Gator fan, send your friend or your family member, a you know, piece of Gator gear. No one's going to turn that down. So again, you can get that on Fanatics, no. right? E? Fanatics? Yep. Fanatics.com. Check her out. Awesome. Um, speaking of, we were just talking earlier in the uh, podcast about our experience when we went to school with college football. You mentioned it. College football fans. I still maintain, look, I love the NFL. It pays my bills. But covering college football, those are your real, real diehard fans because the turnover, it's less of a business. I mean, it will become more of one now with the changing landscape. But man, you, if you're a fan of freaking, you know, for me, I grew up in Seattle and like that house divided between Washington State Cougars and the Huskies, like there's some real pride that comes into that. And so covering college football for me was one of the best times on a sideline. I mean, the jump around Camp Randall, fourth quarter, the big house, the horseshoe, all of that. Do you have a specific, I mean, you covered college for how long? I mean, so many years. Gosh, yeah. Eight, 10 years. Yeah. Crazy. You have, and you mostly covered the SEC, ACC, or everyone, right? I mean, I guess. Yeah, we covered everybody on ESPN. Yeah, for Thursday night football and college, uh, you know, we went to any campus for college game day, which was truly an experience. It's Tell like, me a little bit about you that. Know, the biggest uh, sideshow. Yeah. Give me, give me um, a college game. Give me a typical Saturday for Aaron Andrews when you were like college game day, then to the night game, like a whole story. Well, and I was coming in from doing Thursday night football too. So it's mm -hmm. kind of like what I do now. I was coming in and, you know, we're there on a Friday. They're setting up this huge set. It's so great because it, it they do go to the biggest game in town, obviously. And it was fun. I mean, it, I think the coolest one I ever got to do was 
There was a couple. It was when Ohio State was number one and we went to Camp Randall. We went to Madison, Wisconsin, and, and Wisconsin ended up upsetting, um, what was it, Terrell Pryor? I think that was right. And the Ohio State Buckeyes, that was huge. Everybody rushed in the field. We also did number one, Alabama at number two. Oh, no, 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 no. Number two, LSU at number one, Alabama in Tuscaloosa. Oh. I remember riding, you know, driving to Tuscaloosa with David Pollock, and all of a sudden our phone service went out. And that was on a Thursday. Because people were just foaming at the mouth to get there. Um, I still LSU, say to this LSU, day, Alabama. Sorry, that just like ugh, that's that's best. like that's like Brady Rogers. That's like as yeah, good Red as Sox, it gets. Yankees. Yep. Yeah, Duke, mm-hmm. Carolina. It's like hot. Ooh. I mean, my husband's never been to an SEC football game before, and my dream. I'm telling you, uh, Alabama is my favorite. I mean, uh, my my love affair that I have for Coach Saban, I could go on and on for it. Dude's just a winner. I mean, I mm-hmm. saw this is me and college football and how much I love it. I saw this picture today of Mac Jones, Jalen Hurts, and Tua like together in their Alabama, you know, uh-huh. unis, and they're like QB ones. And I was like, God dang it! Like uh-huh. Coach Saban is a winner. Like he's just mm-hmm. a winner. Hold let's on. Let's talk about the I running mean, back pedigree. Got, let's talk about the running backs that come out of Alabama, let's, let's shall talk we? About a stationary he oh, sends out that I have on, on my bulletin board. You know, the guy is just not, he makes winners and I love not him to be so confused much. He's just the man. With bulletin board material, which is different. That is a good bulletin board material right there. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, Alabama is where it's at, but I will tell you a fun place to go is LSU for a night game, an eight o'clock tilt Mm -hmm. against a Florida and Alabama. Those fans have been just marinating in the parking lots for the last couple of days. They are ready to go. Um, that was a fun experience for me when I first started covering college football, they kind of put me out to do a tailgate. Now, as you know, just see there's gators hanging from the trees. They're making a two fake. Like it was just insane. And that's super fun. Ducks games back in the day when Chip was there, they're rocking. They've all got their crazy uniforms on the ducks running around. That was take the over in a ducks game, that offense. Oh my God. I mean, it's like, I know putting up points. Did we want to have any defensive players in that game? No. I I worked this one Thursday night game that I'll never forget. It was Boston College at Virginia Tech. It was a Thursday night football game. It was pouring rain. Virginia Tech was really good. Um, And they have the enter Sandman that they do when they run on the field. And it's always fun doing a Thursday night game. Matt Ryan was the quarterback and they were down and he led him back. Well, first of all, it was two minutes left in the game. They were down. All of a sudden, we have this shot on the field. I don't know if he was sick. He must have been sick. I don't think he was nervous. He just takes off his helmet, and he just barfs. Like, barfs on the sideline. It was like, oh, boy. Goes out there, leads him down the field. They win the game. And I'm, like, interviewing him, and he had just puked his brains out. It was just, like, awesome. The rain's coming down sideways. I'm like, I got swimmers here. Um, It's just so much fun. (laughs) I did RG3 the night he beat Oklahoma. I got in the way and Gatorade got dumped on me. That was super fun. I did the Oklahoma-USC blowout for the national championship. That wasn't very fun. Um, What else? What didn't you do? good stuff. Guys, everyone loves a win, even if it's small. I had two big ones. I mean, congratulations to me. Let's celebrate finally cleaned out the fridge in the garage with all the nasty crap in the drawer from last Christmas, maybe even Thanksgiving. And 
I'm getting somewhere on my closet. Purging, organizing, what about you? My big wins have to do with the cute little animals up at the ranch. Simba, who's my rescue, graduated. He doesn't have to stay in the crate overnight. He can hang out with the big boys at night. And also my sweet little baby chicks are thriving. So no matter if your win is big or small, it's still a win and it calls for a celebration. And who's cheering right beside you? Say it with me, Aaron. State, State Farm. Farm. The State Farm personal price plan helps you create an affordable price just for you. So talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability amount of discounts and savings and eligibility vary by state. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins, and this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor? Meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then... Fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. What didn't so you do? Good stuff. You're, what, do you, what time were you on the set for game day? Well, you're you're on early, especially if you do a West Coast game day. Like, we always loved going to the West Coast, but that's a 4 a.m. start because game day comes on at, what, 9 a.m., I believe, you yeah. know, back in the day when I worked. And Obviously, now, now you know, we support our big noon show on yeah. Fox. But, yeah, game day at that time, I believe, was at 9 or 10. Um, so well, what would you, and, you do know, in between? What would you do in that? What that do you mean? Was a lo- like, between when you were on game oh, day? games? 
And then the you, game, like, I always felt like an eternity. Like, are we taking a nap? Like, what are we doing in between? No, I mean, I can't take a nap on. There's games on. So you go in the <laughs> game day bus. If you're tired, your jammies you take on. a napa. You don't move yeah. to napa. Nope. And you sit there and it's cool the way, you know, they have it. I can only imagine what it's like now. It's been so long. But there's a bunch of TVs and you're sitting there watching it. It's, like, super fun. And fans are coming. And, like, you know, another great experience about college football is all the food and some of your favorite spots. I was telling one of my friends are going to Camp Randall this weekend. That's where Fox's game Jump is going to be. Around. And um, yeah, and Penn State's in town to take on the badges. But there's a there's a milk bar or a dairy oh, bar yeah. uh-huh, where uh-huh. they have in. Yeah, I know JJ used to go there and uh, I, I sent my husband there. He actually was going to watch the hockey team. And I was like, you got to go to this milk bar or dairy bar. It's unbelievable. The offensive line would go there all the time. They have incredible breakfasts, like great milkshakes and stuff. And they, you know, we would tell them we would love them. And then they would bring milkshakes over to the the truck or the bus. It was really fun. That was a time. Kurt and that was a time. And yeah, I mean, that's the whole, isn't it fun to think about more so? Yep. Um, with his always, he'd always wear like a different mascot head for whatever team he was going to yep. pick. My college football experience in covering college football is different than yours because it was strictly the Big Ten. So, I mean, my, yeah. you know, I got to know those teams in and out, but my first ever, people will ask you like, oh, what was your, you know, favorite game that you ever covered in college football? And I'm always like, the first game I covered. Not because it was the first oh, game I covered. Amazing story. But because it was Michigan App State. So Michigan at the time was, you know, projected to be one of the best, you know, one, two teams in the country. They were supposed to, you know, at least make a run to the national championship game. And, you know, like early schedule games or your D3 schools, your sort of fluff schedule gets you in the thing of things before conference play starts. So App State was a D3 school. Their quarterback at the time was actually like way ahead of his time, really. I mean, it was that like, you know, dual threat quarterback, very Lamar Jackson kind of style. Sorry, I forgot his name. I can't remember my, my own name sometimes. But anyways, so Michigan App State, Lloyd Carr, like, you know, that whole like run to, you know, g- find the coach at halftime. I was peeing my pants. I'm 26 years old. I've never covered a college. I must, maybe I was younger. Maybe I was 24. Regardless, I was terrified. I'd never done this before. And I'm like, I'm running. Like, where's the coach? So I find Lloyd Carr, this, you know, legendary coach at Michigan. And he does not want to talk to me. His team's down at half. And they're thinking, how the fuck are we down to a D3 school? Anyways, blows me off. And I'm like, oh, shit like I'm failing at this job already anyways fast forward it was this dramatic finish of like they kick the they kick the field goal and basically Michigan's uh you know loses and App State wins in one of the biggest upsets in college football history and I remember standing there on the field and being like oh shit like like I'm witnessing in real time like something that will like go down in infamy sadly for Michigan fans and so then I interviewed the App State coach afterwards and he was so what was that like oh my god I I just remember he was because my opening hit I still remember it you could rob a bank in Boontown today because everyone's watching the game. I didn't say it like that, but I just want to give a little App State twang to it because Cute. that was a tiny little town and they were, I'm sure, just going nuts watching that. But yeah, the coach was elated and it was so fun to watch. And that ended up being the year that then they went on to play Oregon. They lost to Oregon week two and then 
they just like fell apart. But anyways, it was a really cool first game experience, you know? And, uh, yeah, I yeah. would say so. I don't remember what game I was working. I was with Mike Tirico that game. Oh, I have, I have a couple good, I'm, I'm, of course, I'm writing them all down as we go. But um, I was working a game with Mike Tirico that day that you covered that game. And we were driving to the airport and we were listening to the play-by-play. And I just remember those announcers being uh, like screaming, oh, yeah. Oh my God! Oh my. Uh-huh. And me and Tariko were just cracking up. It was so much fun. And um, Tariko, of but course, yeah, that was a good time in Ann Arbor. In Ann Arbor, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Oh, but God, yeah, that's so much fun. I remember we were walking to the car after the game, and it was Charles Davis and Tom Brenneman, and they had just come off of working the Boise State Oklahoma the Statue of Liberty game in the Fiesta Bowl in oh, Arizona. Wow, yep. mm-hmm. You know the one that the proposal, the whole you know Statue of Liberty. Totally, play. Chris, Chris Myers, Myers ruining oh, it. Yeah, yeah. hey, <laughs> you're getting proposed to. Get ready. Um, I actually had to, I was just telling Jared this with Hurricane Katrina and the anniversary of it. I got sent to Baton Rouge days after Katrina hit because LSU actually set up a triage at their gym to take care of obviously people and, and, and give medical attention. And the college football game was, I, I think somebody got, I know the announcing crew got put on a cruise ship or something to get them out of there. Um, very vague, the details, but I got sent to do hits for sports center in Baton Rouge. We didn't have a hotel room. We didn't have a car. I was 26 years old there with another female producer. I think Shaq has an alumni hall there and, and they got us a room and it was nuts, but just, yeah, I remember the things that we saw and the people that we talked to and me trying to put together, you know, 30 seconds on sports center that I'm here in Baton Rouge and hurricane Katrina and like just crazy. I remember calling my parents and they're like, hey, what are you doing? I was like, I'm going to Baton Rouge. My dad's like, you're doing what? And I was like, yeah, I'm doing hits for Sports Center uh, during Hurricane Katrina. My dad's like, um, okay, check in with me. But we didn't know if there was going to be cell service or like what right. we were walking into. Really crazy. Well, that's why when I watch people like Al Roker covering, you know, the hurricane, Hurricane Ida right now, and he's like, out there in like literally as like the waves are crashing and like the wind is blowing. And I'm just like, I look at Al and I'm like, I just want to hug you or any of those reporters who are just in the mix. I mean, every now and then, obviously they send you to do something like that, but like we're safe for the most part in our reporting or hosting or whatever. And like those people that go into the mix, like your father and those frontline reporters, like kudos to you guys, because can I be honest? I think that's what I would have done if I wouldn't do sports. I know, I'm obsessed you love the with the weather channel. channel. I love the weather channel. I between the you know we were just all dialed into the hurricane coverage. That's what you do when you live in Florida. You constantly yeah. have the weather channel on. You know about the pressure falling and how big that makes the hurricane. You know about the eye. You know about the outer eye. I'm obsessed with it. Like literally, Jim Cantore, like standing there behind a dumpster, bracing himself, like. That's the shit I'd be doing if I wasn't doing Packers Saints week one. I really would. I love talking about the system. Good for you. You when I made a little video it. with my friend Amy when I was eleven years old because I wanted to make a little news broadcast, and we took my parents' VHS camera and we turned it around and had it like on the ledge, and we've had these little cutout um, things like graphic boxes that we put on the ceiling and we pulled down the string and it like came next to our head like we were reporting on the news. So then we would edit it where it would be like us reporting and then go out to the middle of my yard and I'd go like this 
the wind. It's very windy out here. There's no trees moving, but I pretended like I was also then the weather person. Sure. Then we turned on my parents' hot tub <laughs> and, and to get the whole jets going. And we filmed it. And we're like, we're in the middle, the eye of the storm. Like we found all of these ways to do a weather report. Hey, yeah. look, maybe, maybe when Fox is done with us, maybe you and I can uh, hit up the weather channel for a job. You know what I mean? Oh, I'll definitely try. Like the other day we were watching and, you know, they were giving notes to people like, turn your air conditioners down, turn your refrigerators down, keep it cold because you don't know when the power is going to come back on. Fill your bathtubs up. And Jared's like, why do you fill your bathtub up? I was like, for the water. You need water. You need to fill all the bathtubs up. God, there's so many tips. So many tips. You know? I know where to go. And you guys know where to go now to get Where by EA. It's on Fanatics. If you want some calm down podcast gear, it is now up. I'm so excited about the merch. Look, I when we talked about having a podcast, what was one of the first things you said? We got to have merch. Yeah. yeah. We got merch now. It's up. Calmdownpod.com. Yes, these are pugs. Or pubs. Pubs. These are pubs. You can take this to a pub if you take want to. Take it to a pub. To have so. Take it to the house. It's also a plug. Very shameless. Um, head over to both of those sites for all your goods. You can you can get clothes and mugs at all. Yep. Why not? And also for College Colors Day, it's uh, September 3rd. That's this week. Yeah. Friday. Yep. Is that it this is week? Friday. Mm-hmm. College Colors Day, September 3rd. Show your favorite colors to wear like uh, any 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 college colors that wear offers. You can check it out on Fanatics shameless plug i'm actually jealous that you went to school in florida because that's a good blue that's a good color right there yeah and it's you a know? good orange too i like our orange yep orange you guys you get orange you guys i can't talk today orange you guys glad you listened me to neither so bye y'all bye till next time calmdownpod.com Calm Down with Aaron and Carissa is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcasts.